This is DWZ Podcast with J-Rod here. Deleted WrestleZone's very own podcast of professional wrestling with AEW, NXT, New Japan Pro Wrestling, Impact Wrestling, the National Wrestling Alliance, various promotions, wrestlers, matches, and championships. I am your host, J-Rod here. So, welcome back, listeners. So, we got another episode that we're going to be talking about. There's certain ones that we definitely going to be having a little bit of time with. Now... As you guys know, I mentioned this maybe countless times, I'm a big fan of the Cosmic Angels. But if you guys know what I'm talking about, then you guys know exactly what happened this past Saturday on July 9th. On Midsummer Champions, well, we had the elimination match between DDM and Cosmic Angels. Now, I don't need to go to the whole story and all that, but... Let's talk about what the, the shock heard round the world. Moments before the match ever ended, we saw Tam Nakano, the only sole survivor of her unit, facing off in the apron between DDM members Natsupoi and Julia. Now, Natsupoi was ready to kick the, do the super kick onto Tam, but Tam managed to duck down. Then Natsupoi. Hold the kick, and then kabam! Right in the kisser. Natsupoi super kicked Julia on purpose. I was personally like, what the fuck? I did not anticipate that move one way or the other. I'm sure many fans who I've been watching on social media thought the same thing. But the question did remain, why? Why, Nasupoi? Why did you betray Julia this way? And then, of course, Tam Nakano was confused. She had no clue what the hell was going on. And then she asked her to superkick Julia. And then she German suplexed Julia herself, eliminating Julia, and then eliminating herself. Everybody was confused. DDM were in a state of shock that they can't believe what just transpired. And then, of course, you look at the opposing team, Cosmic Angels and Colors. They're like, what the hell just happened? Like, they had no clue what was going on. Even Tam wanted answers. But Natsupoi said that she did what she wanted to do. Is that she wants to be in Tam's side. And she wanted to make that wish come true. And it's understandable. Given their history since the past. They were really good friends from the very beginning. Until they became enemies. But the real question is. Why betray DDM? What was the purpose? According to her. She felt that they were treating her like a mascot or a pet. And I asked myself. Why does that sound familiar? Oh, that's right. If you guys remember, the reason Tam betrayed Stars, but not in this fashion, was because people were telling her she's Stars' psychic. That was the purpose of Tam Nakano betraying Mayu to form Cosmic Angels. And it explains why she decides to treat everyone equally. That was the whole point. And I think that was the whole thing. Maybe Natsupoi felt 
if she cannot be treated equally, then maybe I should go with Cosmic Angels where they can treat me better than that. But she also mentioned right in front of Julia and DDM that she's prepared to stand right across from them. Is that she's willing to revolutionize stardom within Cosmic Angels. And this was going to be her resolution. Now, what does Julia make of this? Well, Julia kind of was feeling suspicious. Was now starting to see the recent behavior with Natsupoi of lately. But first she did say this. Natsupoi, you sure hell tell a, a hell lot of shit about Tam Nakano. So she's starting to suspect something. She started to ask the question is why. And now she's starting to see the bigger picture. Recently, according to Julia, what she said in her promo, that Natsupoi has been acting weird, being selfish, distancing herself from everyone. Because she's been telling DDM what is going, what's going to happen to them now. As you know, DDM hasn't been the most dominant unit recently. I mean, we saw Sudi and Mirai left back in um, back in April when they formed God's Eye. And then, of course, what was it? In Flashing Champions, Natsupoi, Himika, and Micah lost the artist belts to Oetai. I think things were going downhill for her from then. But maybe that explains why she... How do I say? Rekindled her feud with Tam. Who knows how long she planned this. But. Julia said you know. That you were such a good pet. So maybe Julia was the only one. Who's been treating her that way. I don't know. But. She said that you know. That she at this moment forward. They're going to be enemies. And that they're not going to hold back. Kimika who's been Natsupoi's tag team partner. Pour her heart out saying that she was the sweetest person, straightforward person that she loved. But she did told her, I never treated you as a mascot or a pet. But for her to be like that, the way she behaves is kind of like making her sick. Not to mention she did say she will never forget Forgive her for what she has done. And of course, Micah. She like. Was saying, why are you crying? Are you listening to what you're saying? Or are you contradicting your actions? So basically. They know what's going to happen next. But right at this point. Even Tekla. Who's been her friend and tag partner. She was she couldn't say any words. So, what's going to happen to DDM now? Well, in the post-match comments, my Sakurai, who's now changed a lot since joining DDM, has said that that it's, they can be strong with just the five of them. I mean, it's, it's true because if you guys remember, DDM have been strong before with just five. Kind of like similar we saw with LIJ, it was just five. But it would make a lot of sense there. But if, I'm sure... That this is something they're not going to forget. But what's going to happen, Natsupoi? Well, Tam 
I view her like she's very compassionate when it comes to what transpired. She has that same kind of trait as Tanahashi. Now, let me explain that to everyone right now about that. What am I, what am I talking about? The similar trait as Tanahashi. If you guys recall, not too long ago, Tama Tonga and Tangaloa and Yado were excommunicated from Bullet Club. And of course, they decided to save a 6 or 9 from Bullet Club. And then of course, 6 or 9 returned a favor. And then all of a sudden, we saw Tanahashi shows up standing beside not only 6 or 9, but with the Gorillas of Destiny. That was very interesting. And Tonga Loa pulled pull, pull his heart out about how he feels about Tanahashi. He's like telling him, for six years, we treat, we've treat we been beating the crap out of him. But now that we're no longer a Bullet Club, he decides, I'm going to put that to the side. Because you're good now. You'll be better. And I think that's what Tama Tangaloa realized. And I think that similar trait implies to, to Tam Nakano. She's very compassionate. She's willing to bury the hatchet with, with her friend Natsupoi to go to the future. But she did say thank you. That she won't let her regret joining Cosmic Angels. But she said that together they want to start a revolution. And of course... Everybody in Cosmic Angels and Colors are happy that she joined. So they kind of like went on to an agreement. And Natsupoi's, you know, becoming the new members picked up a lot of buzz everywhere. Not only that, the picture where Tam Nakano raises her hand made it to the Shoe Pro, uh, Shoe Pro um, magazine. It was very, very interesting how that developed. And, you know, I was like, wow. It's looked like this is going to be huge. And right now, this is what I do know about um, what's going to happen. If um, Since today is July 13th, on July 14th, Japanese time, Natsupoi will be making her, um, how do I say this, her Cosmic Angel appearance. And I'm kind of curious how she's going to pull off the dance. You know, that's very obvious because that's something we got to do. It was just told that she's going to be teaming up with Mina and Tam. Now, I kind of uh, try to see why Mina and Tam. And I'm starting to think, okay, Mina has always been by Tam Nakano's side ever since they first met back in 2020. It's like I always believe that Mina has always been the, the right hand of Tam. But I wouldn't be surprised if, if Natsupoi becomes the left hand. Two people that you know she can count on. And that's always been a good thing. Some people probably say, what about Unagi? Well, Unagi is her own thing. You know, she she always will be supportive of Cosmic Angels and always been a, a full-blown growth of that. So that's going to be interesting. But I know she's going to keep an eye on Natsupoi for two reasons. One, not to fuck up the dance the same way Saki did. <laughs> so she actually told her that on Twitter today. I just laughed so hard seeing that <laughs> But I think many fans are saying, what's going to be her new ring gear going to look like? I'm kind of curious, too, because it's interesting. And some of you are saying, how does Waka feel? Well, Waka was did showing a little bit of tears with it because this is the same kind of thing that happened when Colors joined them. I think she's too emotional knowing that now it's getting bigger and bigger. 
So I'm like happy for that. But I know some of you who are listening are questioning, okay, J-Rod, there's nine of them. Does that be a problem? Answer to that, my opinion, no. If you guys forget, colors, they're not a full-time roster members of stardom. Now, they you can consider them as associates of of Cosmic Angels. So they don't have to be there a lot. They don't. But we do know Saki will be appearing in, well, has a match coming up on the 24th of this month, uh, Midsummer Champions in Nagoya, where she challenges for the white belt against Sayakami Tani. But coincidentally, on that very same day, Tam Nakano issued the challenge for the red belt. So that is going to be an interesting. It was turned out the two leaders, in the other hand, are has conspired a secret meeting to do this. <laughs> so it's kind of strange. They did. It felt like they had a secret meeting. But from that moment forward, Saki will be making appearances, will be uh, being part of the five-star Grand Prix. If you guys remember, on June 28th, where she, and, along with Hikari, Mina, and Unagi, they won that match. She gained entry to go to the five-star Grand Prix. So we will be seeing her a lot more. What uh, What about the other members of Colors, you might ask? Well, the way I see it, either some of them may be able to be available to her as a second, or they will be busy, um, you know, being booked at other locations like Pro Wrestling Waves, Ice Ribbon, so on and so on, that kind of thing. So that kind of puts it out that way. But we do know that Saki will be making an appearance in Nomads Volume 2 on the 5th of August. I'm sure that everything will be fine for her on that particular day. So that's how I see it. So I have to say it's going to be a very interesting development with now Cosmic Angels gaining a new member, not Supoy. So it's going to be great. But I failed to add, uh, uh, make this clear for everybody. Um, not Supoy, the five core member, the five members of Cosmic Angels is Tam Nakano, Mina, Unagi, Waka, and Natsupoi. So those are the official members of Cosmic Angels. But Colors, they're like the, associ the associates or the uh, allied forces of that of this group. So that kind of fits into the place. So, yeah. So I have to say, and just to be uh, put this on record, yes, I fucking cried when that happened, when Natsupoi and, and Tam uh, made up. Because like Jericho said in the Brody King, tri uh, Brody Lee tribute, it's okay to cry, damn it. So yeah. So anyway, let's move forward. I like to call this, what the fuck, WWE? Now, since today is Wednesday, if you guys saw NXT 2.0 last night, you know what the fuck I'm talking about. How in the hell did this happen? Can anybody explain to me? Cora Jade betraying Roxana Perez a week after winning the tag team titles? What the fuck? I asked myself this question. I mean, don't get me wrong. It seems like a good storyline. But I feel it was just too soon. I feel it's just too soon. Why, WWE? This is a bad booking, in my opinion. One week after... After Roxanne and Coro Jade won the tag team titles? What the fuck is this? 
I just don't get it. I mean, I just don't understand why. Why now? I feel like this is just too soon. If they were planning to break them up, they could have done that maybe weeks later or something. I don't know. It made no absolute sense to me. I just don't understand that. I'm sure many fans out there, are, some of them probably are divided over this. Like some are happy it happened. Some others are like, what the fuck? You know, that, that sort of thing. I just don't get it. And you know what? I think Naomi and Sasha Banks were onto something that we fail to understand. For how long has WWE disrespected the women's tag team division? Let's be honest about that. If you remember when Sasha Banks and Bayley were the first inaugural women's tag team champions. We all assumed, as fans, that they were going to legitimize the tag team titles for roughly six months to a year. That would have been a great thing, but it only lasted a month. And they passed the titles to the Iconics. During that time, it's the same thing. What the fuck, WWE? What the fuck? I felt during the entire time with the women's tag team division, it has been disrespectful in every way possible. But there is no secret that Vince McMahon does not like tag teams. So now we're seeing that trend is now arriving at NXT? I mean, how do you guys feel about that? That they're bringing that bullshit now. I feel like if they make more changes, NXT's gonna go down the gutter. I feel like right now they're trying to bring in some of the traits from the main roster. I don't know. But it's just, it's just too... I just don't know. I feel... Maybe they're, that Sasha Banks and Naomi are right. Maybe they are being disrespectful to the tag team division in, bo in any brand. And I just don't understand why. Why, WWE? Why are you doing this now? I just don't get it. You know? And it bothers me a whole lot. But I don't know. Because I seem like right now, Impact Wrestling ha has the much better knockouts tag team division that we normally would see. I just feel that they have more to offer than they normally would. I mean, look at the Iconics. They had a hell of a run with... They had a hell of a run with the whole thing. And I just feel WWE are not doing everything right the problem that I have is now why is this soon I just don't get it you know I'm sure fans are real disappointing but I'm gonna say they better not fuck up the story between Roxanne and Cora Jade because 
I feel like WWE or May or May W with NXT is going to change dramatically. I just don't know because I feel like it's going to be a matter of time until that happens. I just don't know, but we will see when that day comes. Now, let's talk about a subject that I don't know how you guys would feel about it or what you make of it. Recently, last week. I don't remember when there was Jordan Grace has spoke a highly controversial thing about Chris Benoit. She says that she's glad that he's burning in hell for what he did, you know, with the killing his own wife, his son. I feel she should have not said anything like that. But however, you know, the, the saying. A dead man cannot defend himself. But luckily for the memory of Chris Benoit, Chavo Guerrero, Chris Jericho, and David Benoit came onto the defense. Now, if you guys remember, if you guys ever saw the two part ver the two parts of Chris Benoit on Vice for Dark Side of the Ring, you may remember how that, that the story goes. They were blaming the steroids that it was the reason why Benoit did what he did. But someone spoke out saying that maybe it wasn't the steroids. Maybe it was the CTE, which is the brain. And of course, his brain was so severe for all the headbutts and share shots they've been getting over time. And I think that kind of goes a long way. And I don't know why Jordan Grace went in this direction. But Chavo, who when he came onto the the fence for Benoit, said, "Well, that goes for her career because he's right. If you spoke something like this, it's not going to end well." And I don't think it did. For I don't know, it, but I don't think it kind of did. You know what I mean? But however, I feel that in this matter. I just didn't know what was going to happen until there's a picture of Jordan Grace having a nice chit-chat with none other than Jordan Grace. I was surprised. And I kind of wondered, what did Chris Benoit told her? I'm sure she was, he was, um, how do I say, trying to be open about everything about what really happened now if you remember what david benoit said he felt that the man that killed his his other mom his um his little brother that wasn't his dad he knows how to separate the two you know what i mean and i think that was a good thing out of david to, to visualize remember the father you had and I'm sure that's something many of us can appreciate with, you know, with Dave, with David, the way he wants to remember his dad, wants to remember the dad he grew up with, the dad he idolized, the dad that he wanted to be like, you know? And uh, looks like whatever he did, it worked. So he and Jordan Grace buried the hatchet. 
And Jordan Gray surprisingly donated money, $5,000, to the organization where they're doing a CTE risk research. Now, keep in mind, this whole thing would happen with Benoit with his, his CTE where his brain, they did the brain scan was something serious because if you guys remember, Harley Race did say, do not use the headbutt. Then here comes Dynamite Kid, says the same thing. And I think that's something we need to understand. We don't know how our brains are when we're, we've been headbutted or damaged. That's something it is. And I feel that Jordan Grace, realizing, you know, yes, she made a mistake. She should not have said what she said. But I don't know. But it's kind of interesting how that developed. But it's a good thing that... Uh, she buried the hatchet and everything went right. So I praise David Benoit for what he did. Um, you know, a, he's a standout guy. I know he wants to do what he can to preserve the legacy of his dad. And there's nothing wrong with that. I'm sure that many people can talk shit about him saying about his dad. But don't piss him off, folks, because he will not take that too kindly. Now, our last thing we're going to talk about, you may have heard what's been going on with New Japan. And, of course... Their interesting strategy plan for, of course, none other than Stardom. If you guys don't know what I'm referring to, let's talk about it. Recently, Stardom, the, uh, New, uh, New Japan had a business strategy presentation. Amongst those talks was none other than Stardom. Now, we were aware that later on in November, there's going to be a joint show between both New Japan and Stardom. Now, why is that? Now, let's keep in mind. In Japan, we only see the men have their own promotion. The same thing with the women. We don't see that much of the, that over there. Now, there are certain promotions that do allow, um, you know, both men and women. And that kind of set, sets the tone to it. And I get it. And I think that tells us a whole lot. But the way I see it, I did not anticipate this move. And not to mention, there are talks about bringing stardom here to the States to participate in New Jap in the New Japan um, of America. I'm like, hmm, that's interesting. And, of course, I already saw this on Twitter when that announcement was made, that whole thing was being presented. Mina Shirakawa seems to be happy. The reason is because Mina knows how to speak English to everyone here. She's been speaking it for almost 16 years. I'm a big fan of her, you know, I would love to meet her, and I'm going to admit this to everyone, and I'm not afraid to say it, I have a huge crush on her, yes, I'm said, I said it, folks, I'm, I have a huge crush on Mina, she is beautiful, all this, I like her smile, but I'm not talking about her sexiness, because I know she's sexy, and she doesn't need to hear it, but I'm also surprised that she can speak English, but that's how it is. But I'm wondering who else can come in. I know Waka, in the other hand, should will be it could be here because she knows how to speak English as well because she was born here in the states. I think she was born in in New York. I'm not sure what was the significance of her, you know, being born here. But I'm sure maybe because her family had business here or something. I don't know or or work. Who knows? But yeah, it would make. I would love to see. I'm asking you guys, who would you like to see come to America? If that happens, I will personally, I would like to see all cosmic angels. I would love to meet them. I would love to travel to L.A. If they do get to L.A., I want to go meet them. That's one of my biggest ambitions right there is to meet them. So so I think that's pretty much it what we got right now. So I hope everybody had a great day. 
I mean, I'm still buzzing over my uh, Natsupoi's stingy, if you guys are asking. But for now, I'll see you guys in the next episode, so I must bid all of you adieu. So, goodbye. Mwah. And have a nice day.